2: Welcome today to a very special edition of Legends Live. Today we are going to be checking in with a few of our legends that will be dropping in. Um, but today we're here just to listen, just to really listen. There won't be any viewer questions today. We just want to hear some of our legends' thoughts about what's been going on with the, the Bucks, the Magic, all the NBA teams, the WNBA teams that have been uh, protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. I've got Scott Rochelle, president of the National Basketball Retired Players Association. With us, Scott, before we before we get to some of our le- our legends, what are just what are some of your thoughts on the stand that the players took today?
1: You know, I the, all, the, all I can think of is the players today are basically living and acting in the way in which so many players before them really wanted to and wish they could have. These players are taking their moment, taking their voice, putting action to it. And the leadership is absolutely phenomenal. You can disagree with them. You can disagree with their positions. You cannot disagree with the fact that they are not wasting their moment. And right now what we see is action affecting the way in which the league operates, the way in which we operate, You know, we're in the sports business. We want basketball to be played. But we also understand that there has to be some sort of acknowledgement and change off the court as to what's happening in the world. And the players, they realized that and they're they're taking the stand to make sure something happens there. So you have to take your hat off to them, what they're doing with the voice and the power that they have. I mean. I've, I've been around sports for a while and I've never seen this before. And I don't think we, we yeah. will see this. We, I, we can't look back and see anything like this. Um, you know, there have been times when players have decided, hey, look, we may not go back out if we don't get our way. I know, right. you know it was the old all-star games when uh, they were negotiating like for pension and yeah. stuff like that. This is different. Yeah. This is the NBA playoffs, a bubble put together. And during a pandemic for players to continue on and finish out, uh, an abbreviated season. And even in that, they decided, you know what, we're going to take a step back and we're going to make people think about what's happening and hopefully get some action out of it because we can't go on the court right now. It, it, it's
2: amazing to me. Yeah, it really is. It, it probably shouldn't play a factor. But do you think it does play a factor that it was the Bucks, like the number one seed? Absolutely. The team. Yeah, like 60 plus or on pace for 60 plus wins, back to back MVP, defensive yeah. player of the year, Giannis. They have every reason to still be out there competing. Uh, but sure. They were one of the ones and, you know, the other teams did as well, but they were the ones to to step up first. So do you think that that it had to play some sort of a role No.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, even even getting to the bubble concept, there was conversation and there was a the healthy debate amongst contenders and, and leading players about whether or not this should even go forward. Go this isn't new. Um, the decision was made to play, and everything was moving smooth, as smooth as it could. Hmm. But again, when you have another flare-up of police violence on an unarmed individual, here we are today. The players are not missing their moment. Right. The Bucks choosing to do this is powerful. They know where they stand. They know why it's important for them to do this, and they're doing it. And again, you you have to acknowledge the strength of these young men Definitely. for, for what they're doing. Winning is important to them. Obviously everyone plays, they want to win a championship, Definitely. but most importantly, they want the right thing to be done on behalf of all Americans, which is, again, this is historic. This is, this is new for so many people who are just used to enjoying sports. They just want their sports. They just want to see this, but now they have to stop and think about it and wonder why am I not getting my sports? And that's the point.
2: Now, it's gonna come up fairly or unfairly. Do you think like the players deciding to go to the bubble was an ultimate, do you think it was a distraction? Do you think it took away from some of the things that they were trying to keep the focus on, some of the conversations that they were trying to have, you know, going leading into the restart?
1: You know, it's tough because you look at the, uh, the, the way the NBA has activated the Black Lives Matter and the social justice issues. The, the jersey, the jerseys, and the Black Lives Matter across the court. I honestly believe they took the the platform and a unified platform, and they've done exactly what they should have done and the most they could do with it. Yeah. Again, with Jacob Blake being um, shot in the middle of the finals, the way he was, it's like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, you know, this isn't new for us. We're we're bringing attention to it, but since that didn't work. How about let's just stop playing basketball for a day? Right. Um, you know, I, I I I can't fault them for moving forward the season. They're basketball players. They, this is a business. Um, you know, the business has to move on in certain ways, but they found right. a way to do it that really did lead with the moment. And when you have a disruption like with Jacob Blake, you you have to stop and. Let this disruption happen and bring some attention to what needs to happen moving forward in order for us to have progress. Um, I I can't fault the players at all. Uh, You know, am I nervous about the rest of the season? Uh, Are many people nervous about what happens with their jobs and livelihood and things like that? Of
2: course. But at this very moment, you can't be mad. You just can't. What do you think the next step looks like? Like just in your opinion, because I know it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. We, uh, just before we logged on here, we we saw the statement that the Bucks had put out right. uh, from the players. So in your opinion, just what is the what would a next step or what could a next step look like to ensure that this isn't like a you know a one day thing or a one- time thing and that some real change comes of this? Well what I know for, for
1: sure is that they used their time in the locker room to reach out to the Wisconsin Attorney General. Mm-hmm. To reach out to those who are decision makers, who have the the position and the power to try to make something happen. That's what they're doing right now, and I think that's what's next. Accountability. Hmm. What do you do with the officers who are involved in this situation? Uh, you know, we're, we're still waiting on Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers to be brought to justice, or need an acknowledgement that there was a murder. Right. And so, with this situation, the players said, "Well, no, no. You know, let, let's go ahead straight to the AG." and say, hey, what what are you going to do here? There's no basketball tonight. There's no distraction. We're focused on this. And that's powerful. It's leveraging their voice and their power in the right way. And I think that's what's next. I think you force someone to acknowledge that this was wrong and that there has to be some sort of consequence. And look, it's a long road. Um, You you can charge officers. You can dismiss them. Um, You have to convict them. You have to get to the point where they're convicted for the wrongdoing that they're doing, if if that's if that's what the facts show. Right. Um, And so you know, there's the progress, and we say progress is such a a a long process. It is because there's so many things that need to be done. but, But making sure there's a first acknowledgement of the fact that something wrong was done. Has to be the next step, and then pushing to, hey, all right, let's let's get the gears of justice going. Let's figure out how this is going to be tried and 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 get to a resolution. But without that, you can't have change because if if there is no fear of 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 retribution, if there's no fear that your actions won't lead to a consequence, we're going to keep seeing this over and over and over again. So I I applaud them for for getting on the phone
2: and saying, hey, this is what we want to see. And I think that's it. Feels like that's where the. NBA taking a stand because they know they can go to the owners. The owners know they can go to these politicians in their state, these uh, higher up like the attorney general. They can get him directly on the phone. As always, the money talks. So if you go to where the money is, the money will lead you to where you need to talk to. And it's been very refreshing to not only see them realize that power, but to utilize it and to watch other players other teams everybody stand up and say yeah no we're with them like this isn't a they're not going rogue like this is not the bus no. taking a stand against this this is us the players yeah, the league wh- whoever you want to look at it uh taking a stand against this yeah i mean and you're seeing across all sports right now you've seen it yep. even at the college
1: ranks where and you know for the past two or three years you've seen player voice grow the players using social media, podcasts, different things. But now there's action coming behind the voice. And that's got to scare some people. I'll be, I'll just say it. There are people who will have to be terribly afraid of what this means when Absolutely. players are realizing, oh, wow, look, I, I can effectuate change. Yep. I can say, no, I'm not going to do this. And it doesn't happen. Right. And again, you look at the guys who played in the 60s and 70s, man, they had all the reason in the world to stop playing. They had all the reason in the world to take a stand on something. Did they have the leverage and the power to do it? They may have, but they didn't know it. These players know
2: it and they're acting on it. I think one of the first times I even realized that if you remember two, three years ago, the uh, Missouri football players. Yep. When it was a young man down there taking he was on a hunger strike and the football team was like, we're not playing until his needs were addressed. and I. I think they met with that within 24 hours. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and that, yeah, that was my first time realizing like, oh, wow. Like the, if they put their foot down, they can get answers pretty quickly.
1: And it was the entire team. Yeah, there, there, there were no outliers. The entire team did that and they got the answers. And again, there are people shaking in their boots right now because this is going to resonate. People are watching the NBA for many reasons. First of all, the NBA has done the pandemic and the bubble process properly. And so everyone, colleges, you know, I I talk to consultants and different agencies constantly about, hey, the NBA bubble's working. You know, can you put me in touch with somebody who help us do the same thing? Everyone wants to have success. So 2020 has been the toughest year for people to cross the finish line in anything. So everyone's finding a way to do it. The NBA is doing it. And so with all eyes on them. You have the other. You have the other aspect of everyone seeing that man. Players, players are getting what they want. The players are are driving the ship. The players are in control, um, and so when college player, college athletes, which you see now, start to do more of that. Baseball, football, football's got a season to play. They believe they have this. They have a season to play, and so you know you have to you have to acknowledge what's happening right now and. The growth of the player voice turning into action
2: and what that really, really means. We've got I'm going to welcome in Sam Perkins, uh, former player, current legend, smooth in the house. Thank you for joining us.
0: Oh uh, no problem.
2: I'll extend the question to you. I just asked to uh, Scott. Just what are your thoughts in general on the on the stand that the players took today, led by the Bucks, but that the entire league, multiple leagues, the WNBA, MLB, the Uh, athletes all over the country are taking?
0: Well, it's a start to to something that is much bigger than the NBA. Um, It's been an ongoing problem for so many decades and for, you know, for blacks being singled out for as just basically target practice. um, It's a it's a bigger issue than than the games involved. I, I commend them for taking a stance because of the fact that, you know, it, it involves, it involves them in some indirect way, because we're all black, and not even just the, the, the black players, white players in general as well. Um, you see all sports um, entities trying to join in in the protest and protest in a way where it's, it, it will be beneficial, I hope. but. You know, the bigger issue is the political side of things where people who are in office are just not saying anything or more so they're enabling the these vile acts and nobody's doing anything about it. Um, and this is why you have people like the, the NBA players, LeBron, the Anthony Davis's, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Brewers, the WNBA are so tired of us being singled out all the time. Um they talk about all life matters, which is true in some degree, but you know, there's no such thing as blue life matters. It's blue yeah. blue lives is a is a is is a is almost You're like not a, born a blue God. life. Yeah, it's it's right. it's not an ethnicity, so it's not a race. But you know, we all take into account that what has happened to viciously and just just adamantly you see it on the tv or see it on a telephone video or some recording it's just it's 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 like you're getting tired of seeing it and you don't know why it's happening and the reasons that people are doing it because it's systemic hate and racism and people are enable it who are who are political or under the the uh, on the so-called Titles as president and senators, they all seem to like sit back and let it happen. So this is why we're tired and this is why the stance is so vital. But mm. um, like anything, um, it will pass and people will probably, it's something, I, Something. hopefully it doesn't happen again. But, you know, with the tide of the times, it will probably come again.
2: Yeah. Now, as a former player, uh, put yourself in their shoes for a minute. Like, what do you? What's this conversation look like inside the locker room? Like, leading up to the game, either this morning, last night, whenever the Bucks were getting this together, just like take us inside a player's mindset. What does a conversation like that even look like?
0: Well, I mean, it, it's almost like, you know, especially if you're a Milwaukee Buck, let's say, it happened in your city, and. You're you're almost like, man, you can't believe this has happened and you want to do something, but you don't have you want to do something crazy to the point where you want to do something for those who who've been sacrificed and in a way where they didn't even think about. But you want to you want to do something so bad, but you don't have the the power to do anything. Um, And you're almost helpless sometimes because. We're, we're only mere basketball players, but we also people as well. And so I think you, you can't look at it just individually. You have to have groups of people acknowledged, just like the protest in a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. when people from multi-races came and really made a good effort, uh, white people, Hispanic, uh, all kinds of individuals came and protested uh, about the George Floyd incident. but. Um, you at you at another point again where you, f- you seem so helpless all the time. So that conversation in the locker room is like we got to do something, mm-hmm. and there's ideas ro- probably roaming around the locker room and things of that nature. So I guess the best one that came up today was the fact that I'm sure they didn't just boycott it on their own. They had to talk about it with the commissioner, yeah. those of those of, of, of higher power, higher rank and said we want to do this and so um it's it's one of those things where it's it's unfortunate but you know hope the game represents the boycott represents a, a great deal for for the players and for the the reasons why and all the things that have happened to black people who just being mercilessly just killed with no with no caution or no reason or no rhyme, anything so um it's it's devastating but that that you want to do more. I, I really think they want to do more, but the hands are tied. that
2: right. Now, something I asked Scott, and I'd love to get your perspective on it. Do you think that the players ultimately going to the bubble uh, was a distraction? Because there was some talk even like, should we even go back while the George Floyd, as you mentioned, a lot of other stuff was going on? Should we even go into the bubble with times well, like this?
0: Well, I had with, with so many things going on with the. NBA, not really knowing what to, to do at the time, there was so many things going on, like the COVID, the, the, the mm. virus, people were dying, you know, every day, um, there was some uncertainty how you would get it. Then there was the, 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 the murder or the, the, the lynching of George Floyd and the, thing, the systemic racism was Black Lives Matter. Uh, people protesting. Yeah, there was some. I'm sure there was some concern. And um, but the NBA appeased the players. I'm sure they they did in some way to write the you know, write it write it on the court. Black Lives Matter. Have it faced on you know. Have it full frontal on the um, TV televised games. Um, the the names of the the victims on their, their jerseys. So they made it to a point where it was like almost okay if you do this you can also send a message as well. And I believe that that's how they came to you know to agreement to be at ease like they can get the message across as well as making the playoffs um, uh, profitable but at the same time again it's it's a matter of what we do how we do it in a, in a in a in a in a calm fashion way but you know we can make a stance all we want but it's it's out of our hands because it's still it's still as you can tell it's still going on right
2: so what do you they think know, that what's none no that no, no, no. i was going
1: to say just on that you know think about it nba being a global game eyeballs everywhere just them being able to put the black lives matter across the court for how many days throughout the a stretch of months. And you know, that 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 was in my opinion a really good way to unify and, and use that messaging. Right. Um, I, I think what they figured out today was, man, you know what, we did all this and now we have a new name to add to the list. Yep. So now we've got to take a step back and figure it all out again. And I, you know, I don't blame them for not having everything organized and ready. You know, no, no one's prepared and ready for this type of thing. No one wants sure. to deal with this type of stuff. But again, you know, I, I, I'm I'll commend them for st- just saying we're we're going to stop from every doing anything until we figure something out. Um, again, this this is is it the cleanest, easiest way of handling it? No, um, but is it necessary? Absolutely.
0: Right.
2: I think it's one of those. Yeah, like you said, there is no clean, easy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was, it'd probably be done already. Like this, this is uncomfortable. It should be uncomfortable. You know, mm-hmm. people getting killed, for, especially, you know, on tape, that's uncomfortable. So it feels yeah. like, yeah, this uh, all of this should be, uh, cause some discomfort to, to all of us. Something I'll ask. It's something I, I read it on Twitter earlier that if you all remember Sterling Brown, the Bucks player, a couple of years ago mm-hmm. had an incident, uh, with the Milwaukee police, I believe. But then I also saw that a couple of times since then the Bucks had had like honor the blue night presented like the game ball to like mm. Milwaukee police. So I'm curious to what you both think about that. Like going forward, is that, do you think that's one of the things that you kind of like negotiate out or work to smooth out? Cause it feels like you're, you're not going to be able to play both sides of this one.
0: Mm. Well, thing that uh, it upsets me a lot or uh, it's on my mind is like there they are good cops good police officers in just about everywhere but when they don't speak out against the their own that's that's just sending a message like you know well it happened again you know yeah. so i mean there hasn't been any rebuttal from any anybody who who's against all this and when like we, we like the NBA would always, or a player would always come out and say something and, you know, would have to apologize if he says something, uh, you know, in a, in a derogative way. But police officers, the good ones, and uh, I'm sure there are good ones, but like they didn't say anything about this particular per, uh, person recently, mm-hmm. or even the uh, George Floyd person or the Breonna Taylor. Uh, you can go on and on, but no one has come out. And so, when that happens, when you when you try to come together with police officers and you acknowledge them on a night to have camaraderie and have some some equal justice and within whatever happened, and then turn around and they don't say anything about what's going on, then that leads me to believe that they are afraid of saying anything or it may give the impression like maybe they don't care or right. maybe he deserved it or right. they start making up uh, excuses well he had a knife in his hand or george he shouldn't Ford have resisted a, it or something yeah or twenty 20 fake bill or counterfeit bill they will come up with all kind of ideas and and, and excuses but no one comes out and says, "Yeah, we have a problem," and right. so that gets me a, a great deal. So when they do something at halftime with police officers, it's—I I guarantee you—most of the crowd is always like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's—it's—it's right. it's, it's kind of those one of those things where it—it's it, just to show—it's just to show, you know, posture for the camera, and, and that'll be it. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah no i agree we we, we see those the, the tributes and those things and, and sam you're right there you know there are good cops but the, you know this is their time like right now is the time <laughs> right. for good cops please make yourself known and yeah. say hey this is wrong i guarantee you there's no other group in this country that has bad apples that no one expects to self-police no pun intended and to you know gather up your own community Right, These right. people are out of line. Take care of your people. We right. see it with so many other groups, We're, and we say we tell them, "Hey, well, those are bad apples." Then fix it.
2: We right. don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll,
1: but I'll say this: I, I have a, I had a, a career in um, in private practice for, with a law firm for a number of years, and one of our clients was um, law enforcement. We we represented municipalities, and I, I will tell you this: one thing was for sure, they were supportive of each other right or wrong there was there was support and it's going to take people with uh, immense strength and courage to step out and say okay that was wrong we can't do this we have to fix ourselves from the inside because you know look at look at all the things that are happening now to try to get changed we're marching protesting uh we're boycotting games. we're doing all these things but really the most the most powerful thing would be for them to change from the inside because we do acknowledge there are good cops, policing has a role in our society. But if we're not speaking up about those who are doing wrong, then it, it, there, there's there's basically no purpose in acknowledging the good cops if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, which is cleaning up the the bad that's representing them. Right. I mean, I've heard, you know, if Sam, if if you were you know, as a former player, if there were former players out there doing things that reflected poorly upon you. I guarantee you, you would probably have to pull your coattail and say, hey man, look, you're making mm-hmm. us look crazy. Right. We just don't, we don't see it. And it may happen, but we need to shine a real light on it so that we can acknowledge it can be acknowledged and we can say, okay, there's work being happening there. We don't see any of that. All we see is the lack of acknowledgement, the lack of accountability. And therefore this problem keeps perpetuating itself. Uh but no, yeah, I I wholeheartedly know that there are good policemen out there, but the, your time is now. Yeah, this is yeah. it the spotlight is on you we need you to step up
0: and, and yeah. as a as a former player and the players a lot of people perceive us only as basketball players mm-hmm. so we don't have they you know they we were told to shut up and dribble and things of that nature mm-hmm. so we're not inclined to be even voicing anything on this even though uh, they're killing black men in right. this situation <laughs> we're not qualified to speak so that's some of the people's attitude when, when we do come out and speak or boycott a game or we, we come out, as Charles Barkley says, or, or Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith, when they have the opinion, people just tell us basically be quiet. So, and that's the, other, that's the other thing where our voices are minimal to a lot of people who, 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 uh, who really look at this as uh, just, just a passing.
1: You know, I I, I, I just want to jump in and say, you know, what we should talk about here is the issue of athletes being vocal about a situation that many Americans don't think that they can relate to. And I think Uh, Sterling Brown is a perfect example. Sterling Brown had I saw the video there probably between three to five cops there to handle the situation where he parked over a line or I think it was a handicapped space that he parked in running into Walgreens at night. Uh, You know, I think the message that has to be given is that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who we are, how much money, education, status. When a police interaction happens, it's almost a great equalizer. You're seen as a black man and anything can happen. And I think that's why it's important for athletes to speak up, because Sterling, Sterling Brown being a perfect example of it. But more, we all know that it could always be us.
2: I mean, it happened it a couple years ago to John Henson in Milwaukee. Uh, he got profiled. I think he was trying to get inside a jewelry a store. Jewelry store. Yep. After absolutely. he had signed a forty forty five million dollar contract, and they saw a seven foot black man outside, and I think they called the police on him. Absolutely. So yeah, it it don't matter if you you Jacob Blake if you seven foot tall like John Henson. Again, we're seeing the same things, and we're seeing them over and over and over again.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we're so tired because. Yeah social media has put everything on platform like and like they say if it's if it's not filmed we never know about it but the, the, the right. ones you see it's like it's it's a different one all the time it's a different situation all the time somebody's in front of their house um and the cops are com- somebody called the cops or police on them to to ask them what are you doing here and ask for id all you have a guy walking down the street with a hoodie on and he's just get coming out for exercise. I mean, it's so blatant now to the point. That's why people are so tired of it because you see different ways of racism evolving. them. the systemic side of it. It's just, it's just tiresome. You know, when this, when this man, unfortunately got shot seven times, I couldn't believe, I couldn't, I couldn't believe I, when I woke up, I heard, what had happened, and with the, the children in the car. Whatever reason he was shot had no reason, I mean, it was no reason at all to be shot seven times. And I mean, I, I keep going back to it, but it's so ugly and so so vile to the point all of them have been vile. And the cops and the police officers treat people differently if you're white, treat differently if you're black, they take them There's a kid now that's walking around with AR, whatever, killing people. And what from what I heard, he was they asked him to assist. Asked him to assist to help 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 protest, you know, kill people or if you see something out of out of line. Just thing they are passing of, out
2: water to him, shaking his yeah, hand, yeah, and yeah. but he he traveled he traveled from
1: Chicago, he traveled to the north suburbs of Chicago. He had an hour drive to get up to Kenosha just to be there with his AR fifteen. That,
0: that, you know, exactly. he's not
1: a local store owner trying to protect the business. He he went right. for trouble. He found right. it, and, and now not, we have two people dead.
0: And, and that's what's it's so ugly. Is I mean, you get tired of it of the same thing. If 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 we've switched places, and that was that, that, that was me. I would have definitely been shot up, you know, arrested, you know, beat up and things of that nature. But it's a two way thing. But it's so ugly to the point where people now are just so tired of it. Right.
2: I think the thing about, you know, t- athletes get asked, you know, when they say something about it, it's stick to sports. Or when they yeah. say something, it's like, well, okay, well, you're talking about this. Why didn't you talk about ABC? And it's like, okay, it's almost like you just really don't care what athletes have to say. Mm-hmm. Like you're just kind of pushing around the reason why you don't want to hear from them
0: been stereotyped for so long that all we know is we play ball and that's it. But over the past, you know, over the past, even in the past, um, players have taken sides, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, Hmm. Muhammad Ali, all these guys have made their voices clear on how, which they stand. But nowadays people, and because of the political views, um, and politics, people are now coming out even more strong and showing their faces. They said they took off the hoods and now they actually out there doing their thing. So, I mean, it's, and and, and 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 people like myself and everybody else, I guess, or even the players of the day, just be quiet, you know, be, be happy that you're getting, we letting you play basketball or we giving you this Be thankful, type of money. yeah. Yeah, we're giving you this type of money to play.
1: I see it all the time. You know, everyone, people love sports. They hate the athletes and these situations bring that out. They love to watch a game, but let a player have an opinion, let something happen. You, you see the hatred of the athletes so quickly. Uh, You know, LeBron, LeBron James is, you know, arguably the best player playing basketball right now, but man, you, you know, you see the hatred he gets, the things that people say to him on social media. And it's like, I guarantee you, if he sent you tickets to a Lakers game, you'd be right
2: there. You know, yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. If he but, followed you back, yeah, you you'd be happy to to see it.
1: But so the issue is this: I mean, I I think it's important for players to see this now to understand yeah. that. Look, people love to see you run up and down the court. They'll spend money. They'll spend their money to support you playing basketball. But as soon as you have an opinion or say, "Hey, I'm a human," hmm. Mm-mm. Right, And that's important for the, the guys to see right now. And they're seeing it. It's being exposed. I mean, 2020 is just a year of everyone being exposed. And we're going to be better for it. At the end of the day, we'll be better for it. The players, are, they've already realized their power. They're exercising right. it. I mean, Sam, question for you. When you were playing, would you ever have thought you could have pulled off a? just saying well, I'm, we're not going out there to play?
0: No. 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 Right? I mean- uh, we would we would be fine for the for the moment nobody wanted to be fine that's the only thing but Man. regardless of whatever what belief we had um just just um the guy back at the time what's his name from Denver the guard uh
2: Chris oh Mahmoud yeah yeah he
0: got blasphemed for not just not you know you know ten, standing attention to the flag so mm-hmm. We couldn't even do anything back then that would even be uh, standing up for equality because of the fact the NBA wasn't ready for it, the message wasn't ready by the fans for people, black players, even black players, to stand up for something like that. So this could not have happened in the 80s, 80, 85, or even 70s, even though we right. had more prominent players, it, it wasn't, the, the world wasn't ready for it. No.
2: And I think back to the 90s, uh, Craig Hodges, you know, the guy, the one the got shooting the lights out two, three straight years. And then, you know, speaks his mind. And now he's not on the NBA roster. It's weird how that works out.
0: Mm -hmm. That just shows you how political it is and how blacks are being looked upon or perceived upon because we have no voice. But yet and still, they're killing us like because of the fact, I, I don't even know why they're killing us. I asked a white person one time, I said, knew we was in a, not a debate, but in a conversation. I said, why do you, why do white people hate us, hate blacks? And she couldn't give me an answer. And so I, I was like, well, that's, that's the answer I'm looking for. Why would you be so determined to keep me down all the time? And in almost in every field of, of human endeavor. Why would you want to keep me down? I'm just as equal as you. I'm sitting here talking to you. So yeah. they couldn't answer that question. I would, I would like that answer a question answered one day just to see what they say.
2: <laughs> now, is this something do you think this would have, if everything was the same with the Jacob Blake situation, but we were just, we were outside the bubble. There's no pandemic. Like if the bucks magic are in that arena and there's 30,000 people in there, do you think it's is as easy to make that decision, you know, not to play, to walk out? You if think there was being a bubble kind of, if everything right.
0: was normal? Um it probably would not be. I say because everything was everything was if everything is normal, people expect everything to stay normal. To stay normal, yeah. Yeah, because um, because of the fact that that's how, you know, Things go for for NBAs, entities, and uh, any sport. You know they wouldn't. If you would have to have a, a, a like a, a conglomerate of of players and teams, the whole NBA shut down. That's you would have to have more than just one particular team to to, to pull that off. Right. You would have to have the NBA and the MLB uh, who else is playing around this time? The WNBA. You would have to have all of them say that's enough and walk out because you can't, if you find one, you're going to have to find everybody. Right. But then again, remember there was a, there was a, um was a, what is it? A, a shortage in the uh, league one time and they started having scab players. People started mm-hmm. crossing the line. You know what I mean? Right. So you're going to have that again. You're going to have that issue again. Like some players I'm not. Like, I, am not boycotting this time. I'm not holding right. out. I'm not, you know, so you would probably have that again because some players would cross the line. But, um, I think the, 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 the union of the uh, NBA, the players union is so much now, much more tighter and much more conscious that maybe that would have been pulled off. It maybe if it was normal, but definitely the bubble would, is, is, is more powerful because of the fact that everybody's looking at the NBA and it's just, it's a black lives matter type thing and more of a, more of a, more of a consistency with players and the teams involved. So mm. you don't have, you don't have all 82 teams playing. So, I mean, excuse me, all 30 teams playing. Yeah. So that, that makes it uh even better situation in the bottle, but bubble, but yes, Having all the teams kind of like boycott would have been hard, you know, to do much, much, much harder. Mm-hmm. What's hey that guys, you East Scott? I, you think it would have been the? Yeah, you know how I, I think that the fact
1: that they're all there, and let's be clear, in the bubble, they're bonding, they're 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 okay. communicating. It's so much easier. I, they're going to come away from this bubble so much more cohesive as a unit of players because they're there spending time. They're stuck with each other. They're doing okay. these things, but the communication, as Sam said, is is so perfect for this type of movement where you literally come out of the locker room and there's other guys that say, Hey, we're not playing, you know, we're done. Oh, they're, oh, they're done. We're done. Yeah. Um, you know, being spread out would have made it so much more difficult. And, and let's be clear. I, know, they're talking about their power. They know what's at stake with the bubble. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that they're exploiting the situation, but they know what's at stake. Yeah. They know that the NBA has a lot riding on this working. And so when they decide they're not going to play, People have to kind of fall in line and say, OK, well, you're not going to play today, but what do we need to do? How do we need to to, to listen to you so that the next few games get played? Is right. it a, is it a perfect scenario? No. But is it the scenario that they're they're working through and going to hopefully going to get some response and some action? Yes. And, and that's what it's all about. Right. Hey, guys, I, 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 I'm going to sign off now. I want to give some more legends an opportunity to jump in. Uh, Sam, Tyler, thank you so much for uh, what you're doing with us and, and, and spreading this the, the good messaging out about what, what's happening right now. Um, again, I hope to have some, a couple more legends jump on, but I'm going to sign out, make some room for them, and you guys carry on. Thank you much. Thanks.
2: All right. Thank All you, right. Scott.
0: Let's
2: see who uh, jumps in here. Next, another thing—I'm not sure if I asked you—the thing about Jacob Blake, one of the things that stuck out to me is that the camera. I didn't watch the video, but the angle we saw, I believe that was just cell phone footage. Like that wasn't body camera footage, and right. the body cam—it was like a whole big point about that made a couple of years ago. Everybody wears body cams, and it's like, what, what, what came of that? What happened to that?
0: Well, exactly. I mean, I didn't watch the video either because I just didn't. I'm, you know, I didn't want to see it. Yeah. At the same time, I remember body body cams were were mandatory. All of a sudden, Managed, right. they mandatory had it mandatory to the point where now we can police whatever the the what they do from here on in. But now they've been so slick about it, turning it off, and nobody cares if you know, and not even turning it on or turning it on when when they after the fact after right. the. Man- so I, it, it malfunctioned, or... yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they get away; they they get around it anyway. You know, a thief will get around a new lock if you know if you give them time. So, right. But at the same time, it's it's just unfortunate. i really, I mean, it's really. It's, I mean, you got young kids looking at this, and daughters, and and young men like afraid to do anything now. So, right. um, to the point where you just never know where it's going to land and like it's tossed up in the air and it's all of a sudden now in Wisconsin tomorrow it could be in California or in right. Texas. So it's just one of those things you just don't know about. And, um, and we shouldn't even have to be afraid to be even, be even thinking that way, but what we are right now. Right. It uh, goes back to, if you
2: saw Doc Rivers statements the other day. He was like, man, I, I just want to coach right i should be able to coach just like these guys want to play but like you said this keeps happening we have to address it right like nothing's changing it's going to keep happening again if we don't address it
0: i hate hate that i mean he made some valid points i mean i'm sure everybody saw or heard what he said and um you know he made one profound statement made several but one thing Mm -hmm. that came out of that was they keep telling us to love this country, but this country doesn't love us back. So, right. I mean, again, it, it shows how people have been um, oppressed and suppressed and all in one to the point where for every step we make, they they pull us backwards, you know, two steps backwards. So right. it's it's one of those things where they give you something, give and take, and then they just take everything away from you. So right. they make you to believe that you're progressing, but you're actually not. Right, it was
2: something I asked Scott uh before you jumped on, so I'll pose it to you. What do you think the next step is here, like the bucks as a as a team, they released a statement you know they're I'm not sure about the games tomorrow, I don't know if any decisions have been made about that, but just in your opinion what do you what's the next step even look
0: like well uh, you know it's with with the with the basketball in the bubble itself, or yeah, I
2: mean I, in general, but yeah, particularly like the games like what are you is there a, a certain checklist is there something where they're like okay we get a b and c done we'll play tomorrow or are they waiting to hear more like what do you think that next step looks
0: like well we've been well we've been asking a lot of people more so than just the players been asking about you know arresting the officers for brianna taylor mm-hmm. uh, justice for for her and her life uh, and family we Definitely. asked for george floyd i mean these things are not even being you know, a at the forefront of anybody's um um top list. It's not Go on the list of anything. So I mean I don't know what the Bucks or the NBA will do in that matter. I believe that they will probably agree to hold out and, and then probably finish the series itself because they're not that far away in a sense. But Go I ahead. think that um between time Uh, in in between time that they will have to um players are gonna have to unite they protested and you see how far the protesters got it it was a it was a nice thing for everybody to come together but it died down and and now another killing has happened so i don't know how many how much protesting or marching effect it had on people i mean it had a great deal but I mean, right. Now right. it's time to start voting, and I don't even know voting is. Tell you the truth, um, will make a difference. But right. I think it's it's a it's a small part, but it's I do think small. it is a part. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's small, but you know, people at top they're going to have to make it. I mean, there is no politician. I haven't I haven't seen the news, but I have nobody have heard anybody say from from politics or political or someone in office say anything about this. Right. And not nothing profound, but they keep saying we have to vote, get this man out, get these people out. And that's all they're concerned about. And so I, I, again, I don't know how much effect it will have, but it, like you said, and I agree that voting is a start, but we have to keep on, persisting that these things happen and make these people uh, be accountable for their actions. Right. And again, it, it, I think it's an important step, but it is just one. And again,
2: you see like the, like the voter suppression. Like I think it's almost cruel to tell people to vote. And then when they do, they go out and their votes are getting not getting thrown away and not counted or mishandled all that. So, and it's also like if a, if a shark's chasing you right now, voting him out is not going to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. voting him out in November is not going to get that shark off your tail right now. So I, I guess I'm just more, I don't know, concerned, interested, because I don't know. I don't know if anybody does know what that next step or steps even look
0: like. Well, I, for, the, for you just reminded me of something like they talked about guns for so long. Mm. And and they still haven't passed a law on guns and making it you know you know non-accessible to people you know or, or 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 taking away your guns. So when that happened, people started having a you know out of out of body consciousness of you taking my gun. I'm not you know you're right. not. So right. opposed to the same thing with this here, people are like mm, you know. I don't know what what else to, to do because I know black people. I know I I know I I am tired right. of, of c- t- turning on the TV and seeing one of us die again f- in vain. Um, yeah. and nothing happens. Nothing is is for a minute. It, it, people are concerned for it for a little while, and then all of a sudden, then nothing happens, and right. we're still waiting on people to be account the police officers will be accountable. And the thing that we hate most that probably outrages everybody is these cops go on leave. Right. And nobody and and that's the end of him. And if he's fired, he'll he'll go somewhere else and get hired. So yep. you go so again, that's how things work. This and this is how and they want us to be accustomed to it, get used to it. But right. if you do that, it's going to be a lot more people than 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 the people that have, uh, unfortunately, passed away.
2: Yeah. And I, I read a thing either last night or today. It said that three or four of the cops that were involved in the, the raid that killed Brianna Taylor, they were involved in a botched raid two or three years ago. Yes. And it's like, like, huh? You know what I'm saying? If you're working a normal job and you botched something that bad, you're not going to get to do that ever again. And these, the stakes that you and I are working with are not... You know life or death not literal life or death but yeah you know cops like you said they'll take a administrative you know a paid leave off move around go to a different precinct and you know they're back at it
0: Uh, i couldn't do that in any other right if i got found for doing something at a job or something illegal or hr caught me or something i could not go back couldn't go in the same field and do do the same job again so right But it's it's, and that's where the good cops, uh, I can't understand why they accept that as 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 okay. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, i got one final question. We'll uh, we'll get you out of here. I'm not sure if you saw uh, for the Cubs today, have a player, Jason Hayward, said he was, you know, going to boycott. He wasn't playing today. Mm -hmm. And the Cubs, they just listed him as like a healthy scratch. And the rest of the team just went on and played. So I'm curious to as a former player, how would you feel about that? Like if if you were in Hayward shoes or, or if a teammate came to you, it's like, hey, you know, this is on my this is on my heart. I can't play. How do you handle that? On I guess on either side of it.
0: Well, that goes to show you that um, some people don't even care. If it doesn't if it doesn't it doesn't, you know, mean anything to you, you're going out there to to, to go ahead and make your living. Right. You would have gotten paid anyway, if, if just like Haywood, in a sense, in his sense, in his case. But I think players, it's, it, there's different types of in, individuals. I, I found out that some people don't even have any apathy for anything, and there's others yeah. who will give their last dime yeah. to a person if in need. So, I mean, players in different sports react different ways. Um, Colin Kaepernick for instance i mean he did what he thought was best and now as you can tell you have somebody like a roger uh, goodell saying things like i wish we had listened to him earlier right now they, they knew right they knew right then and there way back then what he was doing absolutely but the perception of one guy influenced so many others that they they made they made the one little lie go a long way and they repeated it so much where people started believing it so yeah. i mean it's 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 up to individuals to to make a difference um i wish that haywood had his teammates behind him and support him because he is the star player right he is the star hey, player yeah he's very good yes yeah he's star player on that team so i wish that you know i wish that if it was me i wish that i had you know some support for my uh For my uh, teammates as well and 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 trying to make a stance because milwaukee's not far away from chicago so at all so that would have been even more of a a broader uh stance and a message sending you know sending out to a lot of people because you're hitting the bottom line when you talk about money you're hitting the bottom bottom line of a lot of entities and a lot of sports um uh, organizations but um it is just so Foul! How things have become now, because racism has has you have seen its face in full effect, and it comes in varieties, a variety of ways. You're just not ready for it now. You you knew if you weren't served or you didn't get service because you was black, that was racism. Right. Or or if they told you what you like on the menu before you even ordered it, you say the chicken, and you know they. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you know they, they right. you, and, I mean things of that nature, but now it is so many ways of racism that are, are being told by and it's it is unfortunate and people are now not I mean nervous. I, I, I fear for the older people, the mm-hmm. people seniors who who had lived this had a touch of it back in the 50s and 60, uh, 60s and 40s. But I think more so that uh, the younger people now are getting a dose of what racism is all about. Not in the same manner where hoses being or water right. being pushed on you or dogs being, you know, biting at your legs or arms. But just the way where mentally, you're mentally mm. worn out. And, and I think a lot of people have been so mentally drained from everything that has happened. Mm. Great insight.
2: Sam Perkins, Big Smooth, thank you for your time. Thank Man, you for joining us on, on such short notice.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was I was driving.
2: No, 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 no. Uh understand again this this all kind of came together, uh emergency situation. Oh, okay. So
0: well, uh, glad I got on.
2: Oh, definitely. We're glad you joined us. We'll be back to our uh more regular scheduled uh, Legends Live tomorrow afternoon. I won't I won't give away the guest yet, but it, it it's it's someone you wanna it's one of Sam's old rivals. I'll say, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave <laughs> yeah, it at
0: that. Many rivals.
2: Yeah, that's why, that's why I'll leave it at that and let the people uh, think on it. So all thank right. you to Sam Perkins. Thank you to Scott Rochelle who joined us earlier. Uh, this is Legends Live. We will catch you tomorrow afternoon. We will be going a little, I believe we're going at 4 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Standard instead of 5, so a little bit early, but we will catch you tomorrow, Legends Live. Thank you all for joining us. All right.